Hi, welcome to another edition of Tech Bytes, the ServiceNow podcast that helps you use the product better by providing tips and tricks you can implement on your instance. I'm Suzanne Smith. I'll be your host once again. And today I am very happy to have Pat Demartine here. Hi, Pat. Hi, Suzanne. Uh, Pat has been with ServiceNow for three years. He is a director in our product management organization and he has done numerous things during his time here, correct? I have. You have. Uh, but today we are going to talk about the ServiceNow Developer Program. This is a program that enables developers to get an instance and play around with ServiceNow. And I'm gonna let Pat describe it better than I do. You wanna give us a little introduction to it? I'd be delighted. Thank you. So what, what uh, the developer program is, is to really get people enthused about the ServiceNow platform. We all are raving fans of it. Our customers are raving fans. We really wanted to get people that didn't understand what it was to get access and to be able to understand how powerful of a development environment this is, that they could get rid of these complex uh, Excel spreadsheets and, and do it within an environment that's built for lists and forms, uh, for workflow, and to be able to get the common things that you need to do within uh, an enterprise done. That's excellent. How does a person who is interested in this start? Well, it's pretty easy. You go to developer.servicenow.com and click the register button in the upper right. And, uh, and away you go. We, we don't ask for much. We don't ask for social security numbers or credit cards or anything. Firstborn child. No, none of that. Like that. We, we just ask you for your name and email address. And, and uh, uh, I think we now ask for country because we want to make sure that if there's some opportunities that we target you correctly. And then we ask, what are you trying to do? And so that we can follow up and make sure that you were successful and, and, uh, and what, what you're trying to accomplish. So, so uh, that we can better gear what, we're, what the content is on the site. Uh, and what's really amazing, I think, about this program, one of the amazing things is that after people register, they really get a number of cool things with this program. They so do. they get an instance. They The big one is an instance. You get an instance. You get an instance. You also have access to uh, the ServiceNow uh, uh, API. So we have a full API reference that's out there that is one gigantic page that you can search and easily find the things that you're looking for to be able to understand if you're an advanced developer. If you're not an advanced developer, we have a series of courses that introduce you not only to the platform, but also to uh, you know coding, uh, for deploying applications, for integrating. Uh, also, we have an advanced UI course uh, and, and, and a course that really walks you through some of the native uh, platform features that we have like service catalog and reporting and workflow. So there's the instance, there's online training, and that's totally self-paced. Do it as Do it you when, can, when, when you can. You can. Uh, library of resources. So the APIs. Uh, so yeah, the APIs, we also have documentation, developer-specific documentation that's aimed directly at folks that are trying to build applications. There are also events online? Yeah, we have those. We do that through the community. We actually have a, a dedicated space on the ServiceNow community, which is develop, uh, which we affectionately call the developer community. And uh, in that, uh, we've we've actually run a few events. We have webinars. We're looking at doing some more events where people can really engage uh, so that when they're doing going through some of these courses and maybe they got stuck, we'll actually find who these people are and say, hey, why don't you come during, uh, a, you know, like open hours like you would have 
have at college, right? Where you have some experts online, we'll walk through it like a virtual lab. So we're really looking at it really going from just webinars to something that's more engaging that where you can really get through some of the things that you wanted to, but you just couldn't. And I have to ask this question because it's one of my favorite things about this program. How much does it cost to join this program, Pat? It's it's it's, uh, it's a huge number. It's zero, <laughs> so it's it it costs nothing. Uh, we wanted to. It was very great. Frank Slootman, the CEO of the company, when we were pitching this idea to him, he gave us one one you know one overall charge command that we needed to do, which was friction free. We wanted to make it as friction free as possible. So everything that you have from the registration, you know, the zero cost to the the training and the documentation that you can actually get to without registering. It was all done with that one command in mind, which is friction-free. That's great. And and as developers are, are using their instance and, and working on things, if they need help, they get that within the developer community? Yeah, we've what we wanted to do is we wanted to make this very scalable, right? So we've gone from uh, what, 200 when we started our early access before Knowledge 15 to we're over 20,000 developers today. Uh, so it's, it, we're actually at 21,000. So it's, it's been- And that's an, just this year. It's just this year. And we haven't really advertised it other than uh, the Knowledge event and no big splash. And it's, it's because we only had a limited number of instances. So we didn't want to go too big of a splash. The good news is, is that we're getting a bunch of new instances next year. So we're doubling the number of instances that we have. And so then you'll start seeing us talk about it a lot more. You'll, you'll start seeing a lot more of these engagement activities. So, What are developers using their instance for? You what know, are you hearing that they're, that they're doing? And are they doing what you thought they were going to be doing? So it's, it's really great. Uh, you know, the, the expectation was is that we would see people get an instance, do some stuff, and then not use it anymore. Well, we're seeing people have instances, uh, actually a third of the people have had an instance for well over a month. Uh, and, and, and they're actually doing something. It, the, the way that we, we look at the instance is we look for people that are doing developerish type activities, adding a table, field, uh, uh, adding a script. And that's how we, de we detect uh, how, if somebody's actually working on it. Because if you don't use it for 10 days, we then, you know, we, we pull it for the next person that, that can and is willing to do something. Uh, and, and it's really exciting. We, we, we look at how many apps are on each one of these, and we see uh, quite a bit of applications. If, if there's usually one, we know that they're just doing the training, which is awesome. We're happy for people to do that. That's, that's definitely a valid use case. Uh, we really like when we see six or more because we know people are really trying this out and doing some interesting things. Now, are people using applications on their instance or are they writing new applications on their instance? Those would be writing. Okay. Uh, and that they, it is still the minority. And we do see people actually using it for, uh, we've had some people actually test out project and portfolio management. So various applications on the instance as well. And these instances actually have uh, the ability to, to activate plugins that typically support has the only, the only, the, the only ability to do so. So things like discovery and orchestration. And we went to those teams because we were asked, hey, can we activate this on the developer instance? And we got permission. So uh, almost everything from the uh, ITOM business unit is activatable. Uh, performance analytics is activated. We're now looking at seeing what other uh, what other things that are people looking for, and if we can go ahead and get those activated as well. So, and it's all through the self service. It's all it's all incredibly easy. So. So they have access to things like discovery and orchestration and, and all of those. On take, that a look at, take a look at them themselves. 
That's great. Now, people get one personal instance, right? One personal instance, Okay, because yes. I'm sure you've been asked for... We've, we've been asked for a lot of things. We've been yeah. asked for a, a longer period than 10 days because yeah. a lot of people go on vacation for more than 10 days. We've been asked for multiple instances, like you said. But yeah, that you know, in order to be able to keep that price at such a nice you know place, yeah. we've, we've had to really really be uh, cognizant of, of the massive investment that ServiceNow has made into this program. And even if someone loses that instance after 10 days, they can get another one, correct? There is a mechanism. Absolutely. You yeah. can just go ahead and re-request it. What's really great is that we key those instances. So underneath, uh, every developer is given a unique key so that any application that they write or anything that they do and they're able to save off as an update set, they can reload it to the new instance and it'll be just fine. It'll be like they never lost it. So I know there's a lot of people that panic. Oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my instance. It's it's not the end of the world. If you save off your uh, your your work as an, as, as an update set, you can just reload it back on and, and away you go just where you left off. That's that's fantastic. So anything they've done is recoverable and you can get that you can get that back. They can go on vacation without worrying. Absolutely. You can take that 10-day vacation. You can take that 10-day vacation <laughs> and you will be you will be okay. Um is there anything that you thought more people would be doing on their instance that they're not and you would tell them to try? Yeah, uh, you know, we we thought, you know, it's it's interesting. We've we've have, you know, we've been able to take a look at the user community in two different um, in, in two different camps. The first camp is those that are very experienced, and we see those people that are that are really utilizing it. it we 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 acknowledge the fact that, you know, when a company gets uh, sub production instances, that they're very valuable, they don't have enough, you know, you know, use of those, you get a development, a test and a production and, and you do not touch those to just try things out. And we're really excited. I mean, it's great to go to snugs and hear people just say, Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We, we now can try all the things that we never could before on the instance, we're really doing some some uh, things that we always thought we could do, but we could never test out. Um, and I'd like to see people do that more. Um, I think it's only a small community of very technical folks that we have. What I'd love to do is get, uh, you know, a, a, the, the majority of folks to that particular point to say, you know what, I bet I could solve one crazy business problem on this, uh, on these instances and, and go ahead and try. But, you know, we're very happy for folks to go out there and just take a look at project portfolio management or service watch or discovery or orchestration, things that they haven't yet used the, 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 the platform for. If you're able to solve a business problem for your company and become more valuable, that's where that's the whole intent of the program. So they're doing things on the instance that they get in this program that they were not trying on subprods. Absolutely. And, and not because they were they're, kind of. You can't risk them, yeah. right? You know, yeah. you've got a critical project. That's what development's for, right? And and then test, you can't touch at all because that's, you know, just making sure that everything's all right before you get to the production environment. And they just didn't have enough instance uh, availability to do these things. So yeah, I've heard that at multiple snugs. I've been, it's, it's really great to see that we've had the reaction that we've had from the, the, the ServiceNow community. Now where I think we'd like to go is, uh, I'd like to head to a point where, you know, to answer your question even further, sorry, I'm going, I'm going to go there. Uh, no, you're, you're, you're getting there. I know it. I know it. We've done a, we've done an incredible job with the ServiceNow community and it makes sense because we, we announced this at Knowledge. We didn't really go outside of, of our, 
installed base. Um, and th there, there are a lot of raving fans there already in our partners. What I'd like to see is, is us go beyond it, you know, to show the world what our customers know, which is that this is an incredible platform and how easy it is to, to uh, write applications on it. So they're, they're really able to try a lot of the customizations and tweaks and just outright writing some strange applications, right? writing strange applications <laughs> and giving that a try exactly. in this little playground of an instance before they go out and try it on their own instances, right? The, the ones that they can't mess around with all that much, but they've already proven it out. Now, have you, has anyone taken an application or work that they've done on one of these developer instances and moved it into their into their working instance. We've heard we've heard that they've done this. Urban legends we'd, around that. We'd, we'd like to we'd like to be able to track that more. It should be relatively easy. The problem is is that because these are keyed for the developer, there you know there's some work that we can kind of track, but they'd have to rewrite it a little bit to get it into their instance. What we'd like to do their customer instance. What we'd like to do is make that a lot easier, and so that we can also track that how beneficial the the program is. I think that's going to be the telltale sign if this program is successful that they've done something, they're able to move it into to their their customer instance and then and then be the hero that, that we know that they are for their organizations. And you'll probably hear about that at a snug or at knowledge or or well, we hear of, those things, yeah. but I, I'd like to track it, right? I'd rather not just be word of mouth. I'd rather be able to say, oh, it's 30% that it's done that, right? Yeah. And I can't do that just yet. Just yet. We'll stay tuned <laughs> for more on that. Another part of the program and uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier, is that people in this program had access to the latest release, Geneva, a little earlier than some others. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Well, I mean, is that a feature of the program that you think will continue in the future? And was it beneficial? And wasn't there even a, a document or something with that that said what's new in geneva for developers yeah what we did is we utilized the community to to talk about here are the things that are coming in geneva that uh, developers should care about and there were a couple of great features because that, that is had. a very specialized it is a specialized audience it, it is yeah it really is uh, and and you really want to make sure that you narrow it just for them you don't want to say oh here's all the." i mean if you look at the roadmap and I've, i'm one of the few people you know there's a, a select group that can deliver it and it's it's 80 slides long and it's, yeah. it's it's you're going you're taking an hour and you're going fast and 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 so developers are really interested in okay so what what do i need to worry about and so what we were able to do is go in a little bit more depth than even the roadmap went into so it was great to give them that forewarning and yes we did give folks access to Geneva uh, earlier than, than most folks. So they, they had access in uh, mid-November. And uh, it's been very successful. We had over a thousand folks take us up on that upgrade offer. It wasn't really well advertised. Uh, and we've heard some really great feedback. Some folks that have been very excited. We've, we've even seen a couple of posts on Reddit where they were like, have you seen what ServiceNow has done? And I know that, you know, there's not a lot of excitement that we pre-announce things very much, but uh, you know, we've been talking about the new uh, the new uh, developer environment, the IDE. We've been talking about uh, the new script, uh, uh, the new script editor that auto-completes and auto-checks your, your scripts. So um, it wasn't like that was a big secret, but it was really good to see the validation of people really falling in love with it uh, in, in, in not only our own community, but outside of our community. 
and I'm sure they were pleased to get that early peek at, at what was coming. Yeah, we saw we saw there were a lot of customers that were really grateful because, you know, they can only digest it as fast as they get access to it. And so it's usually a good ramp about three, four five months for most companies. And for them to get access now just meant that they can they can absorb it much more quickly. So we were really excited about that. We're really excited to get in the hands of partners that are able to uh, be prepared and get ready for this release so that they can they can be ready to start implementing as soon as possible and really excited for our ISV partners to be able to then get their integrations up and running and ready uh, so that that those aren't the things that are holding customers back. So it, I think the, ben the, the benefits greatly outweigh any kind of of um, benefit that we would get that, oh, everybody gets access by day, you know, this day. It, you know, you, you see a lot of developer programs giving providing early access, Microsoft, Apple, uh, and it just makes sense. You need to get your community of folks that are enabling the platform ready for the platform before it's generally available to everyone. That's great, and I'm glad to hear that you think that's going to continue it in is. the future. It is. It was. It was very successful. We, uh, we, we, we. The the folks handled it great. They didn't do some of the things that we were nervous that they potentially could do, um, like pre-announce everything to the world. Uh, <laughs> nobody did that. Thank you. And, uh, and and we saw the the benefits really outweigh um, the the negativity of of potentially releasing early. So so it, it's been a fantastic success, and we'll definitely replicate it. And in, uh, in in the Helsinki timeframe. That's great. You mentioned partners. We have several different kinds of partners. We do. At ServiceNow. Uh, a couple of months ago, we had Grant Hulbert on the podcast to talk about the technology partner program. And I, I know that there's a bit of confusion between the technology partner program and the developer program. Can you kind of tell people what the difference is between those two just so that's so that's clear yeah absolutely so so if you were to look at it as is this continuum right where uh, we want to invite people in and take a look at, at the platform, be able to get the resources to be able to understand, be able to build applications, uh, to be able to do that as a, as a novice uh, or as an expert, both in developing and on the platform itself. That's really the developer program. Uh, you get one free instance access to resources. The technology partner program is really for those that go, you know what? I love this platform. And this is really why we want to go outside of our ecosystem as well is because we want to entice people to be able to join the ecosystem, not only as customers, but also as, as partners, uh, those folks that are building the next great app, right? That, so that folks can buy it. And that's really where the technology partner program comes in. We actually have an ad on the developer uh, site for people to become a partner. And that's where you get to pay, uh, you know, a, a, a subscription fee, a $5,000 subscription fee, be able to get Get a couple of instances that don't disappear after 10 days if you're not active on them. And it really is intended for you to be able to join the, the ecosystem by developing applications and then putting them on the store. So I actually have responsibility for all three properties, for the developer site, for the technology partner program, and then for the, the store. And you can see that ecosystem and why we're trying to drive the beginning of the funnel, getting people excited about, about our you know the, the ServiceNow ecosystem, people to be able to be established and be able to build on the ecosystem and then be able to then sell on the ecosystem to the ecosystem. Thank you. That even helps me understand how those three, <laughs> how those three work, work together and that continuum. I, I think it's interesting too, that our customer has kind of changed 
in the past couple of years. You know, we had the early adopters that were super technical, and now we're getting more users that are not quite as technical, that might not be IT admin types. And so when you have our longtime customers or new customers that are very advanced, they might jump into something like the developer program right away, and other customers will take longer to get to that point. Have you seen that that kind of change in, in customers where we're getting, we've got a wider range now of customers between the, the super technical and then more of the users? Yeah, I, I would agree. And I think that comes from the the fact that, I, you know, the, the platform is really sold as an ITSM solution to begin with. Uh, and that's what people saw it as. And they really didn't see it as a potential replacement for SharePoint um, or the really complex spreadsheet. Uh, and, and at this point, as we, we move away from, we're just an ITSM company, but a enterprise service management company, and what does that entail? Uh, and that, you know, really it's your imagination, which is the limit of what you can solve with the platform. Uh, we're, we're moving away from the, it's just a tool to do, to do incident problem change to it is a, it is a platform by which you can solve business problems. And as we move towards that side, even the novice users are now like, oh, okay, well, what can I do now in, in service now? Or, and, and, and we want to be able to embrace those folks. It's funny. I, I was the one that wrote the platform introduction course. And I was like, who's going to go through this course? I mean, really? I mean, we know that it's going to our, our the folks that are already know the platform, right? We, we have a, the, the install base was our first target. Uh, who's going to look at it? Turns out it's the most viewed one. We get a lot of compliments. Oh, thank you. I finally understand how to use the platform better. Uh, and, and so that was surprising, yeah, it was, huh? it was, that was, uh, that was the biggest surprise. I was like, wow, this is going to be a waste of money. And it turned mm. out to be the most valuable thing I'd done in a, in a while. <laughs> so it, 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 uh, it's great. We do have a wide breadth of users and we are seeing some folks that are, that are a little bit more, uh, inexperienced that are able to get that experience and go as far as they want, as fast as they want. So through that continuum, really, really excited. Yeah. yeah. And th th a lot of customers will never hit the technology partner program and we're fine with that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I want to mention the Knowledge Conference because I think the Creator Con was enormously successful this year. Anyone who attended and got to hear Fred Luddy and Pat Casey talk uh, had a very valuable experience. And that was a lot of the people that are now in this developer program, correct? Yeah, actually, there's, you know, with 21,000, there's, there's them and a few more. <laughs> yes. And that will take place again next year at it the is. Knowledge Conference. Will it, it be different, the same, bigger? It's going to be a little bit different. Uh, so one of the, the acknowledgments was, well, there's a few acknowledgments. We're trying to figure out how to make this work. We don't want it to conflict with the rest of the, the, the great content that's going on. But there was an acknowledgment that if by putting it right at the end, you know, it, that's a really long conference for those folks because it's the more technical people that tend to go they go to the courses at the very beginning of the week right on Sunday and they're not and then you've got this great event at the end um, and and uh, and certifications that are going the the the, the certified application developer uh, that's going on at the same time so we're trying to figure out how do we how do we integrate it a little bit more in the overall conference so that it's not starting on, on the very end uh, it was a really great experience it was incredible to be there it was it was uh, a much smaller uh, grouping 
grouping of folks. And uh, a lot of people said that it felt like the knowledge is of old uh, because of it was that more tight knit community that, that these people had very similar, you know, aspirations and goals uh, and, and they could talk to each other and solve problems. And it was some of the more valuable you know, sessions and content that people thought that they, they had at, at that knowledge. Of course, for that group, it would have been. So what we're trying to do uh, this time is, you know, it was all service now. We'd like, these are some really intensely smart folks. We'd like to engage them a lot more this year. Uh, and so there's a call for, there's going to be a call for papers actually relatively soon if it hasn't happened. I think with the invites gone out, but not the call, the call for papers. That'll happen relatively Specifically soon. Specifically for, for CreatorCon creator itself, not not for, for, for knowledge. So we wanted to get some of these incredibly smart folks that we have in our ecosystem because you can learn as much, if not more, from those folks uh, than, than you can from ServiceNow saying, oh, here's all the things that are going on. We just didn't want it to be a, a, a monologue. We wanted it to be a dialogue. So that's one of the big changes. But a lot of things really worked. Uh, the experts that were at, at tables and, and that didn't work really well because people didn't realize who they were. So we're going to try to make that a little bit more obvious uh, and so that people understand who's sitting at the table, that you, you have access to people that you would never you know, know that you would. I mean, these, this, people would get really excited and, and we need to advertise that a little bit better. That kind of harks back to early knowledges where you could book a slot of time with a developer. Right. Yeah. So now they're now they're sitting there if you realize who it is. Yeah, then yeah. I, I, not many people realized who, who was sitting there and it ran right over a lot of the sessions. So definitely a little bit uh, spread out, a little bit more organized, uh, making sure that that uh, that that the smart people in the ecosystem from partners and customers have an ability to talk. And then the act, the unfettered access that we were giving folks is a little bit better advertised. That's fantastic. I. Uh, this program has gone so far in less than a year. That is amazing. It's it's been great. It's been really great. I, I've been really excited. I, I've uh, you know and and um, it, it it's been it's been great because the success is kind of fed on itself. So literally, we haven't advertised it. So it's all word of mouth that this that's going on with you know you can see that the initial kick from K fifteen, and then you can see how it's. It's it's the word of mouth that's really led to where we are today at twenty one thousand, and um, so thank you everyone that's that's helped with that. Uh, I really appreciate that. We, we've it's great to see that a lot of people have found success and and value in the program, uh, and we've also seen a lot of success in the in the um, in the, the the community as well, where folks are actually answering each other's questions. It's just so so incredible. That's great. Pat, thank you very much for being here today. This has been a lot of really good information. We're going to stay tuned for more. If we've got 21,000 now, who knows how many we'll have in a year from now. Definitely. We might have to bring you back and talk some more. I would love to. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, for our listeners, if you want more information about the developer program, as Pat said at the beginning, go to developer.servicenow.com. Hit that register button and get the instance and start playing around with it. And if you can, visit the Knowledge Conference and, and attend CreatorCon or be a presenter there. Thank you, yes, definitely. Excellent. Thank you, this has been another episode of Tech Bytes. We will see you again soon.